0: Tournament 1 continues on. Join us for Game 4 where a pop culture thriller goes against revolutionized Disney animation. Who's taking home this win? Will it be the person who talks to gorillas or the person who talks to ghosts? Find out as The Sixth Sense vs. Tarzan.
1: Hello there, I'm your co-host Kristen.
0: Hey, and I'm your other co-host Frankie.
1: Welcome back to the Nerd Coliseum, a podcast where movies, TV, video games, or anything pop culture battles it out in rounds, tournament style, for the number one spot in our countdowns.
0: This is game four of our first tournament in the Coliseum, where the top eight grossing movies from the year 1999 are going toe-to-toe until only one movie is left standing.
1: The first three games have already concluded in our previous episodes. If this is your first time joining us, we recommend going back and listening to those episodes first.
0: Yes, each of our episodes will build off the last until the entire tournament of the season has concluded with a grand champion. This means that there will be seven games this season where the movies will face off against each other one-on-one.
1: To review, each of these face-offs will be judged on three criteria that have been randomly selected by our spinning wheel of chance. We will use these criteria to discuss and award points to these movies each round, and the movie with the most points in the end wins this game and moves forward in the overall tournament. The loser, unfortunately, goes home, booted from
0: this season. And our movie contenders have been paired off for battle using a random generator, which is why we have such riveting, unique matches.
1: As listeners can see, the winners will be decided based on the combination of chance and facts along with other resources we, the host, may deem appropriate.
0: But everything will focus on the unique criteria that have been randomly selected by chance for the battle.
1: Okay, let's start game four, The Sixth Sense versus Tarzan. On one side of the Coliseum, we have our first contender, The Sixth Sense, a supernatural psychological thriller written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. The movie follows the young Philadelphia boy, Cole Sear, who possesses a terrifying supernatural ability that allows him to see and communicate with spirits. Having no real control over the visiting spirits or his abilities, Cole seeks the help of a pessimistic child psychologist, Dr. Malcolm Crowe, who tries to uncover the truth. But the consequences of this journey lead to a very shocking finale, one of the most famous in cinematic history. The movie stars Bruce Willis, Haley Jo Osment, Tony Collette, Olivia Williams, and Donnie Wahlberg.
0: On the other side of the Coliseum, as our opposing contender, we have Tarzan, an animated adventure film produced by Walt Disney Animation. The movie follows an orphaned infant shipwrecked off the coast of Africa who is rescued and adopted by the compassionate female gorilla, Kala. The boy grows into adulthood as the title character and, despite many of his growing pains, becomes a leading member of his adopted gorilla family. But soon things change and people from England arrive to the jungle. These people are, of course, Jane, her father, Professor Porter, along with their secretly villainous guide, Clayton, which forces Tarzan to discover his true human identity and choose between his home in the jungle or a potential new life in England. The movie is based on the 1912 story Tarzan of the Apes by Edgar Rice Burroughs. It stars Tony Goldwyn, Minnie Driver, Rosie O'Donnell, and Wayne Knight, along with many others.
1: Okay, so what three random criteria will these movies use to battle it out?
0: Let's see what our spinning wheel of chance has in store.
1: First criteria, soundtrack.
0: Second criteria, script and story.
1: And third criteria is quotability.
0: Let's get this match started. Let's compare these two movies and their soundtracks.
1: Being that The Sixth Sense is going against a Disney musical, these are going to be some big shoes to fill, no doubt. But let's see what The Sixth Sense can bring to the table. According to an editorial review by FilmTracks, the Sixth Sense soundtrack is an example of music that works very well in the film, but is a score that is meant to be partnered with the film's visuals, with a few exceptions that can probably be said about most film soundtracks. Overall, the film's score can be broken down into three sections. The thematic material for Willis's character, The traditional horror strikes for the film's outwardly scary scenes, and the significant links of ambience for the conversational scenes in between. The film's soundtrack was composed by James Newton Howard, who has scored over a 100 films. Just to name a few, there's Space Jam in 1996, King Kong in 2005, The Dark Knight in 2008, which he composed alongside with Hans Zimmer, and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them in 2016. James Newton Howard is the recipient of a Grammy Award, an Emmy Award, and nine Academy Award nominations, and was honored by the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers for his composition of the music for The Sixth Sense.
0: When you think of Tarzan's soundtrack, the first thing that probably comes to mind is the larger-than-life music performed by Phil Collins. I mean, the movie was released 22 years ago, and still today, the internet and social media are flooded with memes and funny commentary about how hard Phil Collins went on Tarzan's music. So how did the music come to be, and what makes it special? Early in production, the film's directors Kevin Lima and Chris Buck decided not to follow Disney's musical tradition by having the characters sing. They were once quoted saying that they just couldn't see this half-naked man sitting on a branch breaking out in song. So, as an alternative, Phil Collins was brought in to write and perform the songs for the film, serving as sort of a musical narrator throughout the movie. According to Phil Collins, most of the songs he wrote for Tarzan came from improvisational sessions and from his reactions while reading the story's treatment. Fun fact, Tarzan was the first Disney soundtrack to be recorded in multiple languages, with Phil Collins recording Italian, German, Spanish, and French versions. You know what? I'm curious. Let's hear a little bit of those right now. Two one Very cool. Now, Critical Reception seemed positive with a few mixed reviews here and there. For example, Ty Burr of Entertainment Weekly gave the soundtrack a B-, stating that the movie was awkwardly split between Collins' songs and their traditional score, and that it was burdened by too many alternate versions of music tracks, and bore similarities to the scores of The Lion King and Star Wars. But, despite these criticisms, the soundtrack made it as high as the number 5 spot on the Billboard charts in 1999. Tarzan also won an Academy Award and Golden Globe for the song You'll Be In My Heart, and the movie won Best Soundtrack at the Grammy Awards.
1: Well, it seems like there is a clear winner for this category. Let's award that point.
0: Yes, definitely. The Nerd Coliseum will be awarding the criteria point of soundtrack to... Tarzan. (laughs) oh this is wonderful mr clayton look look! congratulations (laughs) professor our dream has come true it is said that tarzan's just an intense 88 minute phil collins music video but that's also what makes it so good and stand out among other disney animated films that and of course all its awards i have to say this soundtrack are you ready (laughs) will always be in my heart
1: All right, that brings us to the second criteria, script and story. The musical composers had their chance, but what can the writers do? The Sixth Sense is an original story written by M. Night Shyamalan, who wrote the script when he was only 25 years old. The movie was nominated for six Academy Awards, including Best Original Screenplay, but unfortunately, he won none of them. However, the members of the Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America awarded the Sixth Sense the Nebula Award for Best Script in 1999. Fun fact, according to an interview in Scenario Magazine, Shyamalan had written five drafts of his screenplay, before an idea came to him that propelled the movie into movie history, which came in the script's sixth draft. (laughs) The sixth draft of The Sixth Sense? How appropriate. And what was that idea? Spoiler alert! It was the major twist that Malcolm, Bruce Willis' character, was dead the whole time. In 2013, the Writers Guild of America ranked the 6th Sense screenplay number 50 on its list of 101 greatest screenplays ever written.
0: So, unlike its competitor, Tarzan had multiple writers work on its script. It all began with screenwriter Tav Murphy, who had just finished work on Disney's version of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. He was attracted to Tarzan's theme of Man versus Nature and developed the story's treatment. Early in development, Murphy suggested that Tarzan should leave for England at the end of the film, as he did in the 1912 book. However, the film's directors, Chris Buck and Kevin Lima, apparently had different thoughts. To differentiate itself from Edgar Rice Bros.'s novel, and to stick to their vision of family themes, the villain Clayton was created for the movie. He would serve as a guide for Professor Porter and his daughter Jane, but have a secret agenda of finding and hunting the apes. To further support the new Disney-style themes, Kerchak, the head gorilla, was recharacterized from a savage silverback into a dedicated protector of the gorilla family husband and wife screenwriting duo, Bob sudiker and Noni White.
1: All right, before we continue more on our show, we'd like to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors. Go ahead and tell them, Frankie.
0: Oh yeah, we are very excited to share that our podcast, The Nerd Coliseum, is proudly sponsored by W Energy.
1: Dubby Energy is the maker of clean, gamer energy drinks that help enhance focus, concentration, and reaction time with no jitters, crash, or bad ingredients.
0: Something that I think is great is that Dubby doesn't contain any calories, sugar, fillers, or any artificial colors.
1: Made by professionals, Dubby is produced in the USA in an FDA-registered and inspected facility that strictly adheres to GMP guidelines.
0: And they offer unique flavors, like... Dragonade, Dub Sludge, and the Galaxy Grenade.
1: Just mix one scoop of Dubby with six to eight ounces of cold water and shake. After drinking Dubby, even you will be ready to step into the Nerd Coliseum as a contender.
0: You can even look your best doing that too because Dubby also has hoodies, beanies, hats, shaker bottles, and more.
1: When Frankie and I want a game all evening and be on the top of our game after a long day, We love having something clean and delicious to reach for to help us reach our maximum potential. Check out all Debbie's products on their website and order yours today. That website is www.debbie.gg.
0: And to get 10% off any website order, tell them that the podcast, The Nerd Coliseum, sent you.
1: Use the promo code TOURNAMENT. That's promo code TOURNAMENT. T-O-U-R-N-A-M-E-N-T.
0: Every one of your purchases made with that promo code gets you 10% off your entire order and also helps support this podcast. All right, let's give them the tagline, Kristen.
1: W Energy, be better.
0: Yeah. Who share writing credits on films like The Hunchback of Notre Dame, 102 Dalmatians, and Anastasia, and who both contributed to the original Lion King were hired to help refocus and add humor to the script. Comedy writer Dave Reynolds, noted for his work on the likes of The Emperor's New Groove and Finding Nemo, was brought in to write additional humorous dialogue. The movie was nominated for an Annie Award for Outstanding Individual Achievement for Writing in an Animated Feature Production.
1: These films have strong cases to make in terms of their story and writing.
0: Yeah, to review, one is an original story and screenplay, and the other is an adaptation of a classic novel with a Disney musical twist.
1: Both movies have won awards for their writing, and both are cherished films for their interesting stories.
0: However, the movie that the Nerd Coliseum will award the criteria point of script and story two will be The Sixth Sense. I won an
1: award once from the mayor
0: had an expensive frame
1: it doesn't seem like we're alone on this decision either according to many film critics the sixth sense is considered to be one of the best scripts to ever make its way to the big screen which is why it will be taking home this point
0: in my opinion it is a great story all right moving to our final criteria quote all right so kristen what does quotability mean exactly
1: Well, we're talking about movie lines that have become so popular that they have become part of people's collective vernacular. And there are many of these lines out there. To demonstrate, let's listen to a few lines from recent and past cinematic history. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. You're going to need a bigger boat. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Here's Johnny! Wax on? Off. Where we're
0: going, we don't need roads. My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Yep, those are some classics. Now, according to Fred Shapiro, editor of the Yale Book of Quotations and several other books, movie quotations become popular because they evoke a great film, or a great scene, or a great actor.
1: Movie quotes can also be social glue, meaning you can repeat a line from a certain movie, especially around those with similar interests as yourselves, and you can immediately establish bonds with those individuals. For example, Frankie and I love to speak to each other in movie quotes every single day.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of our early dating conversations was entirely in movie quote gifts. But do the movies competing in this game have any quotable lines? Turns out they do.
1: In fact, The Sixth Sense has a big one, so even if you have never seen this movie, you probably know the line we're about to talk about. Let's go ahead and play it right now. I see dead people. You probably all knew that was coming. This famous line became a very popular catchphrase after the movie was released, and sits at number 44 on the American Films Institute's 100 Movie Quotes, a list of the top 100 quotations in American cinema.
0: Let's see what Tarzan has to offer. I think this is a good one. So let's go ahead and play it. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, here it goes. That, my friends, is the legendary Tarzan Yell. It is the very trademark of the character no matter when, where, or how the character is featured. A version of this yell has existed since 1929, and the sound itself is a registered trademark and service mark owned by Edgar Rice Burroughs Incorporated. The Tarzan Yell even has an entire Wikipedia page dedicated to it. Alright, so moving past the yell, this movie also certainly has some memorable song lyrics but that isn't quite the quotability we're talking about. The movie does offer us some great lines, though, such as... Mom! Are your this water sanitary? It looks questionable to me! But they don't carry the same weight as the line from its competitor. Hmm.
1: So it comes down to the famous Tarzan trademark yell and the line, I see dead people... I wonder if listeners can guess who the winner of this criteria is going to be.
0: This is so tough. And I honestly think it's really, really close. But I also know that we have a winner.
1: I think so, too.
0: Okay. If listeners guess the movie where the person who talks to ghosts and where Bruce Willis was dead the whole time, then they'd be correct.
1: Yes, the final criteria point of quotability will be awarded to the sixth sense.
0: I see dead people. It's hard to deny that Tarzan almost took it at the end there. It was so close, I thought it was going to force us to flip a coin.
1: The Tarzan Yell is definitely hard to beat, but The Sixth Sense takes this point because it made such a large impact with only one film entry, while The Tarzan Yell has had many entries over the years throughout various movies and
0: television shows. That means the scoreboard is 2-1 and that The Sixth Sense wins Game 4 in the Nerd Coliseum.
1: This will be the end of the road for Tarzan. In our next game, we will be headed into the semifinals, where The Matrix and Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, will battle it out for a spot in the final game.
0: That matchup makes me really nervous. I personally love both of these movies so much, so it's going to be hard saying goodbye to one of them. But depending on the categories selected by our spinning wheel of chance, it could be any movie's game.
1: Thank you for listening. Don't miss out on our future games and tournaments. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review if available through your podcast provider.
0: The Nerd Coliseum is available wherever you podcast. You can listen to us through your web browser or find a link to your favorite podcast provider at www.anchor.fm backslash The Nerd Coliseum.
1: Please help spread the word about this podcast. Follow and share us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or find us on YouTube where we provide the same podcast experience with closed captioning. If you enjoy our show, you can support us with small monthly donations at anchor.fm backslash thenerdcoliseum backslash support. We are striving to improve our show with every episode and would appreciate your help with reaching our goals.
0: Also, if you would like to see a certain matchup go down in the Nerd Coliseum, let us know. Anything from movies, TV, video games, or anything pop culture can battle it out. Talk to us by emailing thenerdcoliseum at gmail.com. Coliseum is spelled as in the Roman Coliseum, C-O-L-O-S-S-E-U-N. I'm Kristen. And I'm Frankie.
1: That's all for now.
0: Until next time, bye-bye.